Welcome to another edition of the Business and Personal Podcast, where we bring you closer to the people you do business with. And today we're joined by Michael Kashubsky, the co-founder of Home Team Mobile Diagnostics. I think I actually got that name right. Did I, did I pronounce that right, Michael? Absolutely. Wow. Practice Took me makes... I was eight years old to figure it out, so you're doing well. Well, and with Armbrushmaker, my kids get a good head start. They have half the alphabet figured out by uh, kindergarten, so... Okay. There we go. That works out good for them. Well, practice makes perfect. I'm glad I got your pronunciation right. And you know, anybody that's followed my podcast or listened to it, you can see a pretty common theme that I love to find um, unique and innovative uh, business ideas that have been formed. And uh, this is right up there with some of the best ones I've seen so far. And all started with a whiteboard back in 2012 and an idea. And now here we are in 2021. It's evolved into uh, a business that covers a big part of the state, served over 23,000 people last year. Michael, tell people what the heck it is you're doing and how this uh, idea evolved. Oh, great, Ryan. Well, thanks for uh, having me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, and the chance to tell the story, because this is one of those um, businesses that most people haven't heard about. We do portable x-ray, ultrasound, and echocardiograms which everybody knows what those are, but the difference is we come to you. We are do them in your house, your living room, um, your nursing home room, your assisted living, your apartment. We do them in your office, you know, at a lunchtime break. Um, and so the convenience of driving that into a patient's home is, is fantastic. It's far less expensive than going to a, a fixed site facility. Um, the copay is, is, is there. Most insurances or almost all insurances cover it. And, and um, to give you an idea on how little it's known, the business has been around 30 years. We've done lots of roundtables. 75% of physicians uh, have no clue that they can actually have the patient have this performed in their house. And 95% of, of people uh, have no idea that it's even available to even ask their doctors. So, you know, on a typical example, you go to your doctor, they say, hey, we should probably follow up with a, a ultrasound or, or, you know, a, a test to see if you have a blood clot. And if it's not done same day, you're scheduling another appointment and trying to coordinate that. And, um, and people just don't know it exists. So it's, um, it's definitely back in 2012, you know, we looked at um, a model um, that we were familiar with. And we thought, you know, we think we can do it different and a little bit better than it was um, out there. Started with a whiteboard. So, so, you know, same old story, you know, came into it and said, okay, have, uh, have enough um, funding to, you know, get off the ground. And I remember the early days, we, um, so we whiteboarded this thing out, it took us all of pretty much 2011, part of 2012. And from 2012 to March of 2013, we just started building the structure. Got it ready, March 18, 2013, turned it on with two employees, a volunteer call center person, myself and, and my partner, and um, two trucks, two x-ray pieces of equipment and went, wow, I hope the phone rings. And, uh, and uh, uh, really went out to the, you know, started, you know, old fashioned, right? Grassroots, knocking on, on um, um, facilities and assisted livings and talking to doctors. And we had both come out of healthcare. So we had some contacts and, you know, but um, what we found was 
all of our contacts had no clue how this worked, right? It's a new model to them. Um, they had no idea on, on the safety of it. Um, and so we had to explain to them, we're doing hospital quality in, in a living room. And when you haven't heard that before, and most people probably listening to this podcast are going, how do you do that? Well, the x-ray piece of equipment fits in the back of a, of a Jeep. I mean, our original two vehicles were Chevy HHRs. Um, a little funny side story on that. We, uh, the very first one we bought was kind of a souped up HHR that had um, a skull on the door locks all the way around it. And we didn't know it when we bought it because we bought it as, as a used car. And um, so my first uh, x-ray tech, who's still with us, by the way, so uh, she's, she's our longest term employee, was there on day one goes out to the car the first time and then she calls us from the road and says hey it's really cool you guys themed it out that it's an x-ray machine <laughs> and we're like yeah no we that was that was totally unplanned so you know we have this like legends and lore um about how the company started just and we and we're up to i think 41 employees now we have 25 vehicles we have you know, we're, we're have an office in Grand Rapids. We have one in Sterling Heights. We're based in Southfield, and we really cover pretty much the entire state of Michigan. Um, you know, some limited area geographically, way up north. We're all trying to vie for that Traverse City location so we can spend the summer up there. But uh, um, you know, like I said, twenty-three thousand patients, like you had mentioned, um, do a lot of good for a lot of a lot of people. Just fantastic story. And I think the thing that I like too about it, of course, um, all your x-ray techs are certified. So you're not just hiring people to try to meet the demand. You're making sure you're hiring the right people. And then the results you get come quickly, but they're also high quality results. They're not, you know, you're going to get an actual reading. It's not just something that's rushed through. Yeah, absolutely. So our x-ray techs are all certified. Our um, We have echocardiograph technologists. They're all certified. And our ultrasound and vascular techs are also certified. So same same employees you would get at a hospital are the same ones we hire. They, just, they have just decided that they want to be in the mobile world and come to you instead of being in the in the same fixed site location every day. It's just, but it's the same level of service. We use um, um, all our, our cardiologists and radiologists are licensed. They're all US based. So that's always something that we get asked, you know, how, how is this different? You, are you using offshore physicians? Nope, we use uh, everybody's um, uh, license and board certified in the state of Michigan. Um, our chief operating officer is actually um, a cardiologist and um, radiologist both. So he's, he's been with us for about 10 months. He, and so we have an internal physician that oversees everything as well. So from quality down to even just providing our technologists with live you know, um, training and, and quality you know, improvements as we continue out through. So it's, it's really where it's about the patient first um, you know, servicing their needs and then um, in a high quality and a highly, you know, safe environment. So give me an idea for people that are listening to this. What are some triggers where they would need your services? What are some of the common themes that you've seen uh, on some of these calls that you've had to go on? So a lot of, a lot of times, um, so, so we do a significant number of geriatric patients. So people recovering at home, um, you know, they've had surgery or, or they're elderly and they're um, homebound, you know, limited access to move around. 
Um, on an x-ray site, it can be anything from, you know, they have some congestion and the physician wants to see what's going on in their chest uh, to they were in the middle of the night walking through the house and, you know, fell or bumped into something. And so we get a call to go take an x-ray to see if they need to, uh, if they broke anything. Um, do a lot of cardiac exams for, you know, heart conditions and COPD, et cetera. And then a lot of it, you know, to give you an idea of how fast the service is, um, if a physician, let's say a patient, you know, or their caregiver or family member, you know, it, it all starts with the physician coming to us, but somehow a, a, a physician calls us or sends us over an order from the time we get that phone call to the time that the ordering physician receives the result to tell you what's going on is anywhere between four and six hours. So I can give you a story about why that's so important. And I had this, you know, I had this um, uh, with one of our neighbors who had an elderly um, parent living with them and they had a, uh, they were both working. Um, so, and they, they work about 45, 15 minutes from the house um, parent, uh, during a home care visit had a, had a situation that they felt that they needed an x-ray. And so um, by the time my neighbors could have gotten back to the house um, from work, got their parent in the car to take them to a setting where they could have had it done, plus the wait time, and then getting them back home, et cetera, that's what a six to eight to nine hour day disrupted everything and the whole continuum of the family. Everybody's running around trying to figure out, and you're trying to figure out how to get an injured person, potentially injured person into a car and get them to a location. We were there and done before they could even get to the house and figure out whether or not um, you know, they had, a, had the ample opportunity to get them there. And if you, if you call an ambulance or you, you do an emergency, and once again, we're not an emergency service. So, so once again, this is why the physician makes a decision. If, if it can fit into the model, then we're there, but otherwise you get transferred. But you know, people know uh, an ambulance you know, is a very expensive way to get back and forth from the hospital, even if it's a one-way trip. So this is significantly less. Yeah, you kind of a little bit answered a question that was on my mind. So when you get these results back and you see something that is an emergency situation, I would imagine you as quickly as possible relay that to the doctor. And then, I mean, you're out of it at that point, right? But do you yeah. try to push them to get there as soon as possible, I would imagine? Yeah, so what ends up happening is they get, uh, so, so they'll, they'll be alerted at the same time we are. So we pay, place a phone call to that ordering physician. Plus we have some that get a, uh, an electronic alert themselves because they have access into our system. So the electronic alert tells them, hey, you need to look at this patient right away. But usually with our phone call, um, our system is automated. So the interpreting physicians usually getting the result and at the same time we are, and they're way ahead of the game. So by the time we call them, even if it's within 10 or 15 minutes of us seeing it and getting, and getting out to them, they've already reacted to it. So it's, um, it's a very quick turn. And, you know, it's used as a tool, not only for the home setting, right? So here's how the medical community uses it. The, the industry for how it was incubated or how it's been around forever really started with skilled nursing facilities. The idea was, if you remember, you know, 20 years ago, skilled nursing was where everybody went and you stayed and 
the idea was you didn't want to transport them back to the hospital because nursing homes um, lose money when a patient has to leave the building for the day because they get paid per day that they're there. Um, and so the idea was, hey, let's keep them here and then let's extend as many services to, from a comfort standpoint too, right? You're, you're an elderly individual. You don't want to get exposed to you know, anything unnecessarily um, that you don't have to. And um, car rides and and trips, you know, are uncomfortable. I mean, um, it's, uh, it's, it's just all around, it's a better care setting if you don't have to leave. So nursing homes use it as a way to, to um, you know, as a convenience for one, um, a cost savings as another. And then really, you know, probably the most important thing is from a patient comfort and, and, and uh, protection standpoint. And then as the years have gone on, so back when we looked at this model in 2000 and 11 and 12, we saw that there was the start of the shift of healthcare going to um, people recovering in home. So at the time, you know, you would have heard us speaking in 2011, 2012, geez, it's going to be mid 2020s before, you know, 2025, 2026, when we believe that the market um, understands as the baby boomers get older, they tend to like to stay at home. And um, the kids coming up um, are, are busy, two-income earners, they have children themselves, kids are playing after-school sports, there's limited amount of time. And so people you know, say, hey, I got three weeks vacation, two and a half weeks are taking care of my parents' med, our med, and our, and our kids' meds. And so we get a half a, half a week vacation a year. And, um, and so we started seeing this, what we call a three you know, convenience generation side. And uh, in the last few years, uh, home care has started to increase and COVID is, is terrible, but it's also a catalyst that then provided people to understand that care can be provided in a different setting nowadays, right? Two years ago, you and I talking, um, People are still used to go in the traditional buildings, et cetera. Now we come into now and, and what is everybody used to? Telehealth exploded, right? Significant double digit increase in telehealth. New technology, just what was introduced at Consumer Electronics Show this year shows that you know um, a lot of um, vendors are preparing for this shift to be able to do things at home. I mean, Abbott has a, a patch, you know, a little micro needle. You put it on your arm and you can test your glucose and send it to your doctor live. So we're going to start seeing a lot of that stuff come in. And we were always, always positioned to get to that point. And our biggest barrier is education and knowledge that it exists, right? So, so we've now found that physicians are reaching out because their patients are they're sitting at home. They're not coming into you know, the physical setting anymore. And so as we get that word and that messaging out and we educate the public, really, that's the other thing um, is to to say, hey, you know, um, can I have this done here? And, and you know, talking to your physicians like anything else, is this drug right for me? Is this procedure right for me? And then, you know, we're just trying to get people to understand that there's a, an alternative. And we just signed a deal um, last week with a, a national telehealth provider that we're going to be working with them to position with large employers, they're called Easy Access MD. Their model is to um, look at 
self-insured um, providers and help them reduce the costs within their insurance program since they're paying for it themselves by using tools like ours as a strategy into um, cost reduction, but also if we can do it while the employees at work on their lunch break or during the, you know, during the day and they never have to leave and all they find out is they need two aspirin and a bandage and they can continue on with their work day, it's good for the employee. It's a fast response. And at the same time, it's designed to um, keep the cost as low as possible while the quality level is maintained. I love it, man. It's just, it's a win-win for everybody all the way around. So, you know, people can save money like you said, between the assisted living facilities and the patients and insurance covers a lot of this because sometimes I find with some of these new medical technologies, insurances are slow to get on board, but um, there's no issues with that part of it. Um, and you're still evolving. You're trying to add new layers to the business to be able to do more. So there's unbelievable amount of potential, I think, for um, what you're offering here. So tell me, you already kind of shared a good story, but Maybe to kind of close here on a high note, uh, tell me about how this makes you feel, um, what you've been able to do to help people out, or if there's maybe another story you'd like to share that people would be interested in hearing. Yeah, I, you know, it's um, so so our, our uh, the feeling part is great, right? Because we have, you know, with having treated the number of patients that we have over the years, you have, I could go on for hours and hours and hours about different stories. You know, there's a common theme um, and, and what we have is because we're able to go to the patient and because we're able to do it quickly, it relieves a lot of anxiety from, you know, either the parents or in a lot of times since we're doing geriatric, it's the kids. And what we uh, share a story with you, we had an individual, um, was frantic, um, happened to know that we, um, did the care and asked the doctor um, to reach out to us by virtue of one of her um, parents' friends uh, had the service done. And so they were just talking about it. And then her mom happened to have a situation that required um, an x-ray. She fell um, in the middle of the night going to the restroom, um, reached out. The physician said, hey, you know, we'll, we'll try to figure it out. Well, the, the um, daughter knew about us and she was out of state. None of the siblings are in state. Mom's now fallen, um, dad has passed away. So, you know, she's in a frantic mode. Called at 11.30 at night and we're a 24 seven, 365 operation. So um, calls at 11.30 at night, frantic. We're talking to the daughter um, and, and we try to make it as easy as possible. We're, we always need a physician order, but in this case, our, our patient registration, you know, asked her who the doctor was, reached out to the emergency service, coordinated the whole thing, sent over one of our texts. We rerouted somebody over there because we have people on the road, got the exam done. And I think we did it. We happened to be close enough. We did it in record time, like an hour and a half. Um, and it wasn't so much that we did it quickly or that we did it in the manner that we did. Everybody, you know, our, our team worked to put the patient first, which is what we always say, patient first. But the appreciation we got back from the daughter that very next morning at 6 a.m. saying, oh my God, I couldn't sleep last night because I was so worried and 
I was able to go to bed at one o'clock in the morning and not worry about my mom because I knew she wasn't hurt and didn't have to go to the hospital and didn't have to have surgery. And, you know, her, uh, you know how somebody's mind works, right? Broken hip. And so everything got taken care of. And, and that is the rewarding side of this business. That is where, um, that, that's why we did it. My, my, my partner and I did this because um, we want to make a difference for society and move things where it should and, and continue to put that through and disrupt healthcare, right? In essence, we're healthcare disruptors putting in a new model and, and there's that challenge to do it, but the rewarding piece is, is it's the equivalent of that virtual hug you get from your kids when you're out of state, right? You know, we can go home at night and say, just had a really touching moment and, and um, made it all worth it. So all the headache and running into the barriers and something, when you can see the positive impact that you put on somebody's life and to eliminate that anxiety, because it's something we all can relate to, right? We all have been there. And if somebody could just relieve that pressure valve, that appreciation is there. And that's why we do it to make other people's lives a little bit easier. Just awesome stuff. And I'm so glad to have you on because the key, like you say, is letting people know this is available. So uh, there's many more people out there that could use your, ser- use your services that just don't even know that it's available. So hopefully through this podcast, we help continue that awareness of what you do. So for those that are listening and interested and maybe need your help, what is the best way to schedule an appointment? So the best way is to ask your doctor to give us a call. But um, once again, we're going to make it as easy as possible. So the number is 888-519-9103. And, and you can talk to our patient registration. We'll take your doctor's information. We'll coordinate it with them for you. Or if you're speaking with your doctor, just give them that information. You want to check out what we do. It's htmobilediagnostics.com is the website. And that'll um, allow you to kind of see, uh, you know, basically the wide range of services that we do. We offer you know, some private pay stuff, which is, which is also available, but that's just easier to give us a call and we can talk through that. Very good. Well, um, again, thanks so much for coming on. We may have to have you on again down the road. You keep evolving and changing. You'll probably have updates as we go here, but this was a great starting point. So appreciate you joining us, Michael. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks again for uh, allowing us to get on and share our story. Absolutely.